Hello, pod people. In today's episode, I'd like to talk with you about Fear of the Unknown, the horror mystery uh, role-playing game that I've created where you and your friends create a horror film together. And today, I want to talk about creating characters and the setting. The first thing that you do as uh, players when you sit down to play a game of Fear of the Unknown is that you collaboratively create the setting that you want to play in together. Then you each create all of your characters, except for the person who's the Game Master or Oracle. They come up with the secret that you're trying to uncover, as well as the inciting incident that is how you learn that there is a secret to uncover. So. Today, let's talk a bit about characters, the setting, and then let's walk through setting and character creation. So characters and the setting both make use of a thing called tags, where a tag is a short descriptive phrase that defines some aspect of your character's abilities or resources or connections with other characters and NPCs, as well as uh, your weaknesses, hindrances, hindrances, ways that you're discriminated against, and other things that could impede your character. The town also has, has tags, uh, which define locations, characters, organizations, town obsessions, etc. For your character, there are five kinds of tags. There are positive tags that help you out, negative tags that get in your way, and wild tags that can do either one of those things. You also have bonds, which are explained in full in the uh, full version of the rules, which you can get if you back this game on Kickstarter in October. So uh, let's go ahead and, or actually, before we create a character, let's talk about town creation. So towns have uh, five tags as well. These are all wild tags. These tags are different from character tags in that anyone can use them. You can only invoke your own character's tags, but anyone can invoke the town tags. And because they're wild tags, you can invoke them to help you out when you're facing peril or investigating, and the uh, oracle can invoke them to impede you when you're doing those things if they think that the town tag would work against you. So let's now create uh, an example town together, and then let's create some example characters. Your game takes place in a small town that you and the other players create during your first session. To create the town, all of the players together answer uh, these questions. You need to have unanimous consent and agreement on all of the town tags that you create. The default setting is a small coastal town somewhere in the 20th or 21st century, but you can change any of those things. I've played in games where uh, I was in the middle of a cornfield instead of on the coast. I've played in games that were in the 17th century, and even games that didn't take place on Earth at all. So this is just uh, the default setting to get you started. So first, the first question is, what's a local landmark? Gain a town tag like the abandoned quarry, or the statue of the beloved town founder, or the only diner in town. It could be any of these suggestions, or you can make up your own. I recommend making up your own, but since this is just an example, let's go with one of these. Let's say the abandoned quarry. Uh, 
Next, who's someone that everyone in town knows, or at least knows of? Gain a town tag like the gregarious dean, or the slimy mayor, or the quietly intimidating uh, crime lord. Let's go with the slimy mayor. It's always fun to have a uh, uh, an unlikable um, character NPC for the players to interact with. The third question is, what's a group that at least a sizable portion of the town despises? Gain a town tag like the Corrupt Police, or the Ivory Tower University, or the Biker Gang with Hearts of Gold. Let's go with the corrupt police. Having a slimy mayor and corrupt police is really setting things up to have the player characters be on the outside of things, be sort of the underdogs, which is a fun position to play from and makes for compelling stories. The fourth question is, what's something that your town is obsessed with? Gain a town tag like the, the cross-town sports rivalry or the annual harvest festival or the stories of cryptids in the woods. For this one, I really like going with uh, some sort of celebration or holiday or festival because it gives you a defined time of year that your story is going to take place. And if you start your story uh, the day before or a few days before, it gives your characters something to look forward to and sort of a defined countdown clock that you can pay attention to and, and use to... Uh, easily structure the buildup of tension during the first two acts of the story and then having the climax of the story take place at this uh, holiday works really well. So let's go with the annual harvest festival. Now the fifth question is, uh, for the fifth town tag, ask the players which of the above questions they would like to repeat. Ask the question again and everyone writes that new town tag as well. So. We're going to repeat one of these questions. We can either gain a second landmark, a second person in town that everyone knows, or uh, a second uh, group of people in town that is despised, or a second town obsession. Let's go with a second landmark, and this time we'll say it's the, uh, the only diner in town. So, what do we know about our town? It has a corrupt police force and slimy mayor. Uh, there's only one diner, and there's an abandoned quarry. I wonder why it was abandoned. Uh, the biggest thing in town is the annual harvest festival coming up in a few days. I'm sure you can already see in your mind how a horror movie during its first act might set up the norm of the town that is creating all of this, uh, that is showing us, you know, this, this, what normal life is like in this small town. People hanging out at the diner, maybe the cops hassling the diner owners for protection money, showing some kids at the quarry, maybe spray painting graffiti, maybe there's water in it and they're going swimming setting up the normal so that when things get weird, then we have something to contrast that weirdness with. All right, now let's create characters. The way that this works is that we're going to go through a series of questions, and most of these questions are going to give you a positive, negative, or wild tag. At the end of these questions, you're going to have five positive tags, one wild tag, and your choice of one, two, or three negative tags. 
Now you might be wondering, why would I want to have more than one negative tag? And the answer is that your negative tags, your character's flaws and weaknesses and things that they have to overcome are what makes your character human what makes your character interesting to roleplay. And all of these things, all of these tags, represent aspects of your character and their situation in life that you want to have come up, potentially, during the game. It doesn't have to completely define your character. It only has to be things that you think would be interesting to have be story elements. And the more negative tags that you have, the more often they'll come up, and the more often you will gain humanity for your character that you can use to improve your character or reveal more things about your backstory, stuff like that. So uh, we're going to go through these questions and answer them, and by the end of it, we'll have created a character together. So first up, what have you trained for the most in your life? Gain a positive tag, like seventh generation farmer, or promising young mathematician, or golden gloves boxer. Uh, yeah, let's go with amateur boxer. Our character um, is a tough guy, and he uh, he does boxing in like underground fighting rings in town, which haven't been shut down by the corrupt police, at least not yet. So. Uh, that brings me to uh, another thought, which is talking about your character's race, gender, sexuality, things like that. You can make your character be any combination of those things that you want, and if you want your character to just be that thing and not experience any sort of discrimination or bigotry because of it, that's totally fine. Just keep that in mind when you're playing your character, and it's cool. If you want that to come into play in the story and, for instance, say your character is uh, a woman and you want to have to deal with misogyny as a story element, then what you should do is you should pick, for instance, discriminated against by misogynists as a negative tag later on. If you want to play a woman and you don't want that to come into play, then just don't pick that tag. In this way, this is a sort of built-in safety tool in the game where you can create whatever character you want and either address serious social issues in the game if you choose to or leave them at the door if you choose to. It's entirely up to you the kind of thing like that that your character experiences. So. Uh, the next question doesn't give us a, a tag, instead it determines what the next few questions are. Uh, you're going to gain a positive tag and a negative tag in your next two questions. The only question is, what will those two questions be? So to determine that, we ask, which do you value most? Wealth, knowledge, or power? And let's say wealth for this character. Okay. You had to do something bad for cash once. What was it? Gain a negative tag like gambling addict or wanted criminal or I owe the dawn. We'll say gambling debts. You, uh, this character is an underground boxer. They placed some bets on themselves and they lost. And now they owe some money to some bad folks. So that's our first negative tag. Then the next question is, we do have some money and we know how to spend it. What did we buy? Uh, gain a positive tag, like an ancient amulet or a seat on the university board or a well-maintained automobile. Uh, let's say 
we only have a little bit of money. This is a poor town and a poor person in that poor town. But at one point we did have some money. We'll say a beat up old pickup truck. So that's another positive tag that we've got. Now the next question is, have you been more of a risk taker in life? If so, there's a follow-up question and we'll gain another negative tag. Or do you try to take things easy? This person's an underground boxer. We're going to say, yeah, they're a risk taker. So what is the biggest thing that went wrong in your life because you took a risk or something that stopped you from going as far as you wanted? Gain a negative tag like permanent limp or serious debts or someone has a grudge. I'm going to say when this boxer lost that match that also made them go into debt, uh, he got a concussion. So... I'm going to write down a concussion. Uh, the concussions, you know, mostly heal, but concussions never truly heal completely. If you have a concussion once, you're more likely to get a concussion again later. So that's a problem. Next question is, what's something you're good at that people might not guess? Gain a positive tag like chess master or ballroom brawler or former sailor. I'm going to say that this boxer has a beautiful singing voice. And finally, has anything else gone seriously wrong with your life? If so, there's a follow-up question. If not, we skip it. This is the last opportunity to gain another negative tag. I'm going to say, no, this person has a concussion and debts. But things are bad enough. I don't really want to have yet another negative tag for this character, so I'll just stick with two. Uh, the next question is, what is a connection you particularly value? Gain a positive tag like my parents with interesting jobs, or my pet dog, or drinking buddies. I'm going to say my pet dog. I'm imagining, you know, tooling around town or driving out in the lanes in my pickup truck with my dog in the back. I like that mental image. Drive out to the quarry and play fetch. It'll be fun. And then the last positive tag that we're going to gain, the question is, what is your favorite thing about yourself? Gain a positive tag like, I'm a good dancer, or I always have something useful in my bag, or my analytical mind. Uh, hmm, that's an interesting question. I'm going to say, uh, I'm good at spotting opportunities. So that's my final positive tag. And then my final... Uh, question, the one that gives us a wild tag, is what is something you like about yourself that some people consider a character flaw? Gain a wild tag like I know I'm gorgeous, or I'm the life of the party, or I'm convinced I'm the smartest person in the room. I'm going to say I never back down from a challenge. So this gives us a really clear idea of... This gives us a really clear idea of this character and what they're like. They're a boxer with a little bit of brain damage and some bad debts. They've got a pet dog, a beautiful singing voice, a pickup truck. I'm picturing driving around, uh, you know, in old country lanes, singing my heart out with my dog accompanying me. Uh, and if anybody dares me to do anything, I'm gonna do it. So now that we've created a character together, uh, in the actual game, when you're playing this with your friends, you're all going to create your characters at the same time. So you're going to build up your connections and make it, make it so that your characters make sense with each other. And also, your characters are going to know each other. You're going to have bonds with each other. A bond is a wild tag that both of your characters share. During character creation, each player can create one bond with another player. And so because 
everyone's creating a bond, on average, you're going to have two bonds, one that you created with someone else and one that someone else created with you. So your bond is a wild tag that you can only invoke if you and that other character are cooperating on something, or the oracle can invoke it if you and that other character are in the same scene and it might get in the way. So for instance, uh, a bond that this character might have is maybe someone else is also in this underground boxing ring and we're rivals. Or maybe another character who is in the uh, Boy Scouts says, hey, how about this character, the boxer, is uh, was one of the scouts in my troop, and that's our bond. So this helps you create characters who make sense together in the setting and make sense together with each other and have a natural reason to do things together. And so consequently, when you're done creating the setting and creating all of your characters and creating their bonds, you've basically finished the first act of this story that you're creating. You've done the setup, and now we've got the first critical moment, which is the inciting incident, which is the first scene that you play together using the moves, which I've talked about a little bit in a previous episode and which I'm going to talk about even more in a future episode. So you can find links to the quick start rules in the uh, description of this video, and you can find the complete rules on Kickstarter in October. Thank you for your support, and I look forward to talking with you more.